Hello, language hackers. Benny Lewis here from the Language Hacking Podcast, and this is another solo episode where I'll try to tackle one topic and uh, give you my best advice that I can uh, to help you with your own language learning journey. So today I want to talk about a very big question that comes up. How do I remember vocabulary in another language? Whenever people imagine a polyglot like myself, they they think that we have this innate talent with memory. And I can assure you, I am the guy who forgets people's names. I forget where I leave my keys. I forget many, many things. So I'm not naturally someone with a super memory. And yet I do remember the vast amount of vocabulary that you need whenever you want to speak another language. So how does that work? I I didn't suddenly grow a super memory. I learned the skills to be able to use my memory more efficiently. So when I was learning German in school, that's the language I learned for my end of high school exams, uh, my teacher would present a list or it would come in the book as just a list of words one after the other. And the only way I thought to remember these words was by rote memorization, where I would repeat the word over and over and over again. And eventually it might sink in and I may remember it during the exam, but quite a lot of the time it wouldn't. So this doesn't really burn that word into your mind. So there are a few things you can do to get around. This doesn't really burn that word into your mind. So there are a few things you can do to get around this. The first is to realize that one of the ways that you learn vocabulary is through something called spaced repetition. So this means that rather than just seeing a word once and then being expected to remember it forever, you do need to see that word multiple different times. And this is why just thinking you're going to memorize this list of vocabulary and be able to access it in your brain any time in the future, it's just not realistic. You need to see that word again, and you should not kick yourself if you try to remember a word and then you suddenly forget it. You need multiple ways to get exposed to that. The most natural way is through lots of actual use of the language, but I know that's not realistic if you're not in a fully immersed situation with that language. So one way around this is to actually use technology to help you to create these spaced repetition algorithms. Because they've done studies where they showed that um, if you are reminded vocabulary just before you would forget it, it boosts that up. And this graph, if you can visualize a curve kind of going down, it goes down a lot slower each time you're reminded of a vocabulary word. So effectively, this means that maybe if you hear a word today, you may need to be reminded about it an hour from now, but then the next time you need to be reminded tomorrow, maybe the next time is a week from now, then a month from now, then a year from now. And this is this is if that's in isolation. If you're actually act more and more actively using the language, you're going to get reminders a lot more frequently than that for common words. So one app that I happen to be a big fan of is Anki, A-N-K-I. And this is the simplest presentation of the spaced repetition system. But there are many other apps and 
resources online that try to use a similar approach. And effectively, you use this app, you decide which vocabulary or you import the vocabulary. And myself, I tend to import the vocabulary after my language lessons. So I'm learning specifically what I know I'll need to remember ahead of the next ones. And in one session, you may only see 20 words, but then the app knows when to show you those words later based on if you said it was easy or hard. So that's the first thing to look into spaced repetition. The next thing is how you actually try to remember that word because spaced repetition kind of implies a certain level of rote memorization that you're just seeing it through exposure. And one way to get around the fact that like, how are you actually remembering that word is to use some form of a mnemonic. So this, in, this involves trying to create a little story or an interesting connection with that word in your mind. And the example I like to use is that when I was learning French, I saw that the word for train station was gare, G-A-R-E, which sounded a little bit like Garfield. But if I didn't come up with that mnemonic, I would just repeat it over and over to myself and there would be no real reason for me to make that association. But by taking the word Garfield, I actually created this mini story in my mind where Garfield the cat was in a train station in France and he was rushing in to make it for the world's lasagna eating competition. And his train was about to leave, so he dashed through the station and he's a fat cat who was uh, out of shape and he's huffing and puffing and he jumps as the train is leaving and he catches it just in time. So... It's a ridiculous story, but effectively what that meant was when I saw that word gare in French and I either read it or I heard it, I would remember that association of Garfield and I would see this cat in the train station and the association would be so easy. But another great thing about it is that it's actually symmetrical because uh, another issue a lot of people say is that they can understand when spoken to and they can understand when they're reading a language but when they have to produce it themselves when they're speaking they draw a blank and they're not able to say these words but if you use some form of mnemonic like in, in this situation if you had to say the french for train station then you can try to remember that story and you remember well in the train station i remember there was that cat it's garfield so the word is gah and that's kind of where you springboard from. Now, this one example was very complex and it took me a minute or two to explain. So it sounds very time consuming. And initially it does take a little bit of time to come up with a, a way of making that association. I would highly recommend you check out Memrise, M-E-M-R-I-S-E.com because it gives you a lot of inspiration um, for ways to make those associations. There are community and website-based additions and uh, it's got a very strong uh, community behind it but I like it because it gives me inspiration and then once you've done it a few times you start to pick up a little bit of a knack and bit better imagination to create these mnemonics yourself. So a combination of interesting mnemonics and a good use of spaced repetition to make sure you're getting repeated exposure to those words means that this is how you, it's one way that you could potentially expand your vocabulary, even if you feel like you naturally have a bad memory. 
these are the two main techniques that I use. But if you use other ones, I'd be very curious to hear them. So definitely uh, check out the link in the show notes with this episode. And uh, you'll see an option to leave some comments and share us what you do. I'd be very happy to hear any of your questions and try to tackle other issues like this in upcoming solo episodes. So hopefully, so hopefully you found that interesting. And um, I look forward to hearing your feedback. And of course, until the next time, happy language learning.